Settle back with us, folks. Another edition of Kelly and Company. Appreciate wherever you are listening in to you being with us. If you want to reach out to the show, give us a call at one 509 4545 You can leave a message. And please mention it's for Kelly and Company. If you don't mind too, let us know it's okay. We can play your message on the air if we can utilize it. one 509 4545 Feedback at AMI.ca. Maybe you've got questions about AMI-TLA, AMI-audio, or AMI-TV. Anything going on over here at Accessible Media. Feedback at AMI.ca. The gang at Communications and Marketing. Happy to help you out over there with uh, any answers they can give you. On Twitter, at AMI-audio. Best way to just follow along. See what's happening from segment to segment within the show. Or ask AMI-audio questions about the program. That's at AMI-audio. The handle on Twitter. Kelly McDonald here today with uh, Danielle McLaughlin as we settle back for our Tuesday edition of the program. And usually, Devin Wilkins joins us on the second Monday of the month, but with yesterday, no no show, we, well, we'd bring Devin on today. And of course, Devin's here to join us for our Guide Dog and Service Animal Report. Devin, welcome. Oh, thank you very much. It's uh, quite a, an honor to be taking the place of Dr. John Kind usually would have well we kind of stuck with the with the right theme that that's for sure because we're still talking animals the business of animals and you've got some great stuff on the list here that danielle and i'll get to with you uh, to talk about belated happy thanksgiving and the organization that has tried on several occasions to come up with a national standard for the development of a management system for animal assisted human services has finally responded to criticisms leveled last spring by handlers of guide and service dogs well let's get into this we can we yeah, okay, so just to kind of review the the situation, uh, back in about 2017, the uh, Canadian Foundation uh, for Animal Assisted Support Services, um, based in uh, Ottawa, but they have um, representatives from uh, other places across Canada, like uh, Winnipeg, uh, they decided that um, we needed a, a new standard. And uh, back then, in 2017, it was vehemently opposed because uh, at that time, they wanted to include guide and service dogs as well, which are trained by accredited um, or, uh, uh, accreditation organizations like uh, the International Guide Dog Federation and uh, Assistance Dogs International. So, I mean, we, we figured if they already, uh, if the schools are already accredited, why uh, train or why uh, examine each dog again? Right. And, uh, and we were getting, uh, they, the foundation was getting all sorts of uh, feedback. Uh, and criticism from uh, all of the uh, guide dog uh, training um, uh, centers, not only here in Canada, but centers that already train dogs uh, to send to Canada, like the CNI and uh, LEADER. So uh, eventually, um, the uh, Canadian Human Rights Commission said, no, they're right, you can't do this, you can't 
put together a standard that's uh, uh, that's supposed to replace something that's working uh, very well already. And uh, then in the spring of, I think it was late winter or spring of of uh, twenty two. Uh, they decided, the uh, foundation uh, decided to try it again. And uh, naturally, they got all sorts of uh, feedback and mm-hmm. um, pushback from people with guide and service dogs. And uh, to the point where we were uh, being accused of harassing them. Wow. Well, what a thing to, what an accusation to make. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, uh, well, one of our, one of the reasons that people were pushing back was that the standard that they presented was not accessible. Right. There wasn't Uh, that opportunity. We remember you talking about that for people to be able to get it. The promise was there. It never happened, right? No, that's right. Um, someone from the uh, coalition of people who use uh, guide and service dogs across Canada uh, had to um, go through the uh, standard and make it accessible for the rest of us to be able to use it. So, uh, the originator certainly didn't do it. And uh, so we never heard anything more. Uh, from them until late September, uh, and uh, they decided to um, give it an answer or some answers to some of the criticisms that they were getting. Uh, and uh, uh, with regard to the accessibility, for example, uh, they said that the uh, draft standard was unable to be distributed in alternative formats in order to prevent the risk of un, um, sorry, unauthorized uh, changes uh, in the draft uh, versions being uh, circulated. Uh, well, I don't quite understand that. Uh, because seems... if we were supposed to comment on it and it wasn't accessible, something had to give. Now, they said that they provided an audio um, a version of it, but you can't, if you want to specify changes to be made, you can't make changes to an audio version. It has to be written out there and in print so that you can point out the changes that you want made. You understand that? Yeah, sure. And, but De- Devin, this seems to me like not just a, an omission, but, you know, this a sort of uh, almost purposeful um, roadblock for people who require accessibility. I, I, that doesn't sound we very that too. Yeah. yeah. Just try Definitely. to keep, I mean, if you can't make a comment on it, then they don't have to listen to you. Is that the idea? I think so, yeah. That's yeah. the idea we got, anyway. Gee. And well. um, 
with regard to the CHRC, which is the Canadian Human, Human Rights Commission, uh, they send it, said that the CHRC commended the accessibility and bilingualism of the process oh, for brother. this new attempt at a, a standard. Now, how could that possibly be when they, we couldn't even read it and do anything with it? Well, that sounds like a, a complaint in the making. That's, that's really yes. difficult. Boy, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Well. And uh, anyway, now they're saying that in this new standard, uh, guide dog handlers uh, aren't even uh, mentioned, or guide dogs or assistance dogs aren't even uh, mentioned. When the word handler comes up, uh, within the context, it says, of the standard, handler the word handler is someone who helps train or works with or cares for uh, hum, human uh, services assistance animals. And it refers to bus businesses, not end users. Uh, I don't quite understand that. And then mm. they talk about, sorry? I said, and again, it looks a little, you know, d did they have anybody with a disability on their panel while they were doing this? Yeah, I, I don't know. And they wouldn't tell us that because they also said that a misinformation and harassment campaign um, last March uh, was that, that we users embarked upon a misinformation and harassment campaign. So the uh, technical committee um, protected members of that committee by identifying them by interest and uh, region only. Sounds uh, convenient. Have, Sounds very convenient uh -huh. to be able to avoid, uh, you know, identifying that you did or didn't have somebody from the community or persons from the community and also just taking responsibility. And you're going to give that mechanical, we'd like to pat everybody on the back for the work that they've done. What work? What? This whole harassment thing. Look, Devin, we obviously understand this is people's lives. They're going to be passionate about it. And if you're going to con call out people for being frustrated for another go around at this kind of thing and coming up empty handed and, and classifications, not even being close to being able to make it easier for people, the the lay person to understand. Scary. Exactly. Yeah. Much less the yeah. end user who is That's obviously right. the most important person in this whole equation. Oh yeah. For that sure. Yeah. So what, yeah. where does it go now, Devin? Well, I'm not sure where, where it goes from here. Uh, we're kind of waiting on tenderhooks to find out as well. Well, it's one of those funny things, Devin, because we were very happy in the beginning to see so many guide dog users, community members getting involved and banding together when it came to this uh, kind of all along with, uh, you know, hands on our harnesses, everything like that, that, that was starting yeah. to happen. And it was, uh, you'd swear somebody went about the business of finding a roadblock. Yes, Man, I multiple. know. Yeah, definitely. And I wonder why it took the uh, Community Foundation for 
um, animal-assisted support services so long to answer. Uh, I mean, that was from last spring, and now this is already, well, back then it was September. The date was September 27th. That's so, an awesome um, long time. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. So I'm hoping that uh, hands off our harnesses and guide dog users of Canada will come up with uh, a response um, fairly quickly so that we can move this thing along. Hopefully to a final conclusion. Oh. But I guess that's for my November report. (laughs) I guess so. Well, we just have about a moment left, but if can you quickly let us know about what's happening uh, next Monday, October the 17th, with the Guide Dog Users of Canada convening a special get-together? Yes. Um, Senator Chantal Petticlar would like to get together um, with guide and service dog handlers to find out whether they would like, uh, whether they see a benefit uh, to a national um, guide and service dog awareness month, not sponsored by a particular school, um, but by the federal government. And um, uh, we're also uh, going to be talking about whether it would be better to have that month in September, when, which is when CNIB has been doing it, or in April, uh, when uh, International Guide Dog Day is on uh, the fourth Wednesday of, of April. Wow. So we're uh, convening a um, uh, conversation on Zoom uh, next Monday at 1 Eastern, And if you look at the blog, uh, you'll see the uh, Zoom invitation. And um, we're going to be in touch with people uh, who are handlers, as many as we can find, and as many trainers as we can find to get as broad a perspective as possible. Okay. Well, we'll get that up on the blog, ami.ca slash kellyco, for people who want to engage Monday uh, in that conversation, important conversation again as well. Devin, we'll look forward to catching up in November and getting a little more information on both of these topics. Thank you. All right. Thank you, folks. Take care. Join us for the next Guide Dog and Service Animal Report on the second Monday of November when Devin returns to the program, folks. Really interesting stuff there. Uh, a lot of head shaking going on, I'm sure. Coming up next, nutritionist Julia Caranches gives us tips of how to treat different kinds of headaches naturally. After listening to that report, let's get ready to treat some headaches, folks. Boy, created some there with all that stuff Devin brought to us. We'll be back with more in a moment. Baby. 